All right, Mots, we are back. Episode 150 of The Rink Shrinks. What do you say? You ready to go? Let's go. The last of the major pro sports leagues is off and rolling, and college basketball is ready to go as well. Bet Online remains your top shop for all your live betting action and contests. NFL, college football, UFC, and NHL are all in full swing. Bet Online is your number one source for wagering, news, odds, trends, and predictions. All the hoops betting action, along with every sport available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access at any time. Head to Bet Online today and remember to use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B L E A V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. What's going on, my man? Haven't talked to you in a little bit. I know. I know. Up a little bit here. Definite. Uh, you know, we got like a, a week long of of catching up to do. So it. Uh, it you know, first I got to start with like I did get a picture of of the Halloween costume, but how did that turn out? Did we win any titles? And uh, and then we can get into everything else because this picture we got to get the picture out there of mozzarella <laughs> sticks in the in the uh in the trash can <laughs> so yeah we have a daycare at the uh at the office and a bunch of little sunrise munchkins uh coming through to trick-or-treat and i i spent you know a whole like half a day looking for a like an old school tin trash can yeah because i was oscar the grouch um i had a, like a zip up onesie with the uh the hood and like the 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 can top on top but uh yeah so i just dusted some uh some leaves out of a, a barrel on my bed <laughs> it's always good to have props so i barely fit in the thing i was like squished in there the kids are like like i guess sesame street isn't as popular but you know some of the kids got a kick out of it some of the kids like yeah you looked like um like when when I saw the picture, I, I felt like I was watching, you know, Ace Ventura when he's in like the mental institute <laughs> and he and he hides in the box and then he like is wrestling his way out of it and then yeah. it finally just flatlines. That's what I, I felt like when I saw you in that and in, in, in the <laughs> the leaf dumpster. <laughs> yeah, it was great. So we had uh you know all the parents and all the staff, you know, dressed up and um Andy Erickson yep. was like yeah. was the uh the guy from it okay you know with a mask and like yeah, he, yeah. He, i mean talk about nightmare fuel for these young kids oh yeah 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 you you were saying that he scared the the bejesus out of these little guys yeah so he had he, he was like you know it's a daycare not like uh <laughs> he owns the company not <laughs> <laughs> so he's in his office is the shades are drawn then he pulls it up and he's like behind the uh you know the door like and they're like ah yeah. Like, so then he comes out and like throwing candy and just like lays there, grabs a couple feet you oh, know, God. Just, as they're walking by. It was like, it was pretty cool. Yeah. That's, that's, that's scary. Yeah. It was, that's... I was scared. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind a, a two, three, four, five year old. Right. Right. And he had the bright yellow costume. We got to get those pitches out so people can see it on social media because that, that is hilarious. Yeah. So what'd you go as? Um, Nothing. It was actually low key because for me, obviously Brian's at school. Um, I had to bring Colin to hockey practice, which was like, what do they skate? Maybe six to seven. I, um, I 
What did I do? I came home. My in-laws up, up around the corner had some Chinese food. So obviously I went there, made, you know, <laughs> about two plates of food, ate some candy and, and had a, that was it. Very uneventful, very uneventful. So you didn't go as like a middle-aged uh, hockey coach, youth hockey coach? <laughs> More or less, yeah. That's, uh, that <laughs> you was stayed it. in character all yeah. night? Just like an ugly white dude with a big <laughs> big nose <laughs> and, a, yeah, and a rink shrinks hat on. Yeah. That's I, went and, uh, I went as myself. <laughs> very easy, very easy. How'd your uh, games go? Uh, it was good, yeah. Solid weekend. Uh, I was up in Buffalo, so um, – Took a ride up there on Friday afternoon with with Adam Wasowski, and you know the boys were were had a like a, I would call it a showcase. So they went up, they played two games Saturday, um, played a game on Sunday, and then made the trek back. So Friday afternoon, getting to Buffalo wasn't the greatest uh, in terms of just you know it's a long ride, but it's an yeah. easy ride. It's 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 a straight Pretty shot. shot. Yeah. Um, but the overall the games were good. Kids played hard. Played. Um, Bishop Kearney, the you know academy in Rochester. So I ran into the Collins boys, Chris and Greg and Ben McManama. They were all asking for you and and said to say hello. And um, good game with those guys. Five to four on Saturday morning. We lost, um, which was you know again good hockey game. Could have gone either way. Good battle on 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 both sides of the ice, up and down. And then um, Saturday afternoon, we the the boys played. Um, the Chicago Reapers, and it was a little bit different than like our traditional things, right? So we we played three seventeen minute periods with these guys. Um, I'm saying our like the the kids played. <laughs> uh, you're in the, you're in the yeah, team. The kid, the kids. Uh, yeah, I'm just a dad. Uh, the kids played three seventeen minute periods, which was it was it was like it's a lot of hockey, like just adding a couple minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, six minutes to a game, and then they cut the ice after the second. So the game Saturday afternoon against the Chicago Reapers, who is another good team. They were up early three to one. And um, I, I, I had to give a little motivation after the, the, while they were making the ice in the second, it was yeah. that they, they needed to hear a couple choice words and, and get them going. So that, uh, you know, it was very on rink shrink like, uh, but sometimes the kids need a, a kick in the behind. Right. Yeah. Ah, uh, so they came out, they played, I, I believe the final was four, three. We came back and won that game. And then Sunday morning played the, um, Penn's elite, uh, another good team and, and, and beat those guys. It was the same thing. Good battles back and forth. So really good hockey, good competition. Uh, what I wanted to talk to you about too, is that it, like they're getting, these kids are getting to the age. And I think some of it, um, you know, that they're, they're looking around the rink, right. And you see different people there. Right. And for the, you know, you talk about it all the time. So you're coaching the U18 level, right? So you, they're worried about USHL or, or NAHL or whatever junior league it may be. And then, you know, colleges, right? And so these kids are kind of, you know, four years delayed, but you have, you know, scouts there with USA jackets on, right? NTDP guys. You have USHL guys there. You have prep school coaches there. Um, you know, different advisors and things like that. And, and, you know, it's really good for the kids to, I think, experience that, but it's also like, guys, you just have to play your game. Right. Mm -hmm. And you just have to, like, you can't worry about what's going on outside the glass. You just have to control what you can control inside the glass and play your game. And like, you know, 
similar to what you say all the time, like you may not have your best effort, right? Or your best, or, or I'm sorry, your best performance, but you have to provide that best effort, right? Go out and control the things you can control, compete your ass off. And, and, and then it's like, have fun. Like you're 14 years old playing hockey, right? right. Like, like uh, <laughs> even if you're 18, 19, 20, like the, you have to have fun and enjoy it. Like have a good time with it and don't worry about everything else. Right. Yeah. And like, sometimes I'm, I'm like, I just want to put my gear on and like, just yeah. rewind to like when I was these guys age. And you know, every time I say, every time you put your, your skates on, you want to be a good player. It's like, you, it doesn't matter. You know, like right. you get men's league, you know, skills, practice games. So the split season is um, we're coming down uh, into the States um mm -hmm. we tied and lost this weekend but you know there was like a you know we're up early and uh you know against Cushing we yep. played them a bunch and they're they're a good team and you have to be better in certain areas and time on clock and stuff like that and like it just came back to bite us and I I did something similar to you you know I just kind of <laughs> had to get some stuff off my chest and you know it's really just individual awareness of what's going on in the game Especially right. like when games get tight, you're playing against good competition. You have to be that much better. So, yeah. you know, it was a little disappointing on on that end. But um, you know, states are coming up, and you know, we'll have our full full team. And um, you know, one of our guys, Benny Merrill, went out to the Chicago Steel to play over the weekend in the USHL, and oh, awesome! Get a few games in, and then he'll go back out after the season. Um, yep. You know, so they can retain his rights and. You know, he's he was missed in the split season, but so so happy for him to get that opportunity. And you know, he has a, a bright future ahead of him. Right. Um, so we'll have a full complement of uh, players, you know, coming into the states. And uh, you know, anyone can beat anyone. Um, and they're all tight games, very good competition. And uh, I'm just pumped to like have a little something on the line for these guys because they've been just kind of like waiting and waiting and waiting. So they just have to kind of put their best effort out there and see where it shakes out. Right. No, that's. Um... That's great. And obviously the state tournament is, is, you know, it's a ton of fun and it's cool for these guys. And similar to what you said, anybody can beat anybody um, at any given time. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's awesome. I was, um, I wanted to recap Buffalo a little bit. Like we went to a couple restaurants that were fantastic. Uh, we went to, we walked when we got down, got into town. Right. And, Keith was like, oh, there's this Italian place that's really good. So I'm like, all right, yeah, we'll get the kids something to eat. Now, it's like after 9 o'clock by the time we got up there. Walked down from the hotel. It was a good walk. And it literally looked like an old house. We show up. Obviously, we're in like sweat, sweatpants, hoodies, hats. I, I look through the window. And so it was me, my buddy, and three, three of the boys. <laughs> Everybody's in suits. Everybody's got <laughs> eyes on. I walk in like white tablecloths. Like, oh yeah. Like the music stopped. You know what I mean? And uh I said to the host, I'm like, could you squeeze five of us in here? They're like, yeah, yeah, no problem. I'm like, oh, this is great, but really good. And um wing place, my new favorite wing place in Buffalo. Huh. The Swanee House. The Swanee House. Yes. Let's uh, get him on for a sponsor. <laughs> they're so old school i don't know if they even know what a pod podcast is but old school place you'll love this we a buddy of of keith from down in florida tim foster so his father-in-law larry larry the legend right i tell him i tell tim that we're there because he, he obviously has family up there he goes my father-in-law will be there in 15 minutes 
He's been a teacher and uh, English teacher and high school girls soccer coach for, I think he said, I know oh, 45 years at the Nichols School. Wow. Up in Buffalo, right? Yeah. yeah. We started talking. Uh, he sat down, had a couple couple pints with us, and you know we 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 had some wings. Some it was just like an old school place, right? Like a, an eerie pub of Buffalo, and right up our alley. Like you would have loved it. You know what I mean? Game on to the, the Sabers were playing Toronto, so that game was on TV, and uh, we would just talk and talk like. It was great because it broke the mold of like the hockey talk. Yeah. And then we got in, we started talking Christian Leitner. Like Christian Leitner went there, um, you know, talking him, talking him as a, you know, a six, five, eighth grader playing for them. Then getting into the, you know, as he got older and he was committed, he was going to Duke. And the, I forget what the head coach of the basketball team was, but him having the conversation like, hey, do you want to just dominate high school hockey? I'm sorry, high school basketball, or do you want to get ready for the next level? And he's like, I want to get ready for the next level. Because obviously being a seven-foot forward, they could have just thrown it inside to him. And he could have yeah. – but, like, he made him play. made him handle the ball. He made him, like, you know, basically play as a point guard. And, like, obviously one of my, like, biggest sm- sports childhood memories, right, is late in the shot winning that, um, you know, yeah. the, 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 in, the, in the final four there. And so it was just, like, so many cool stories about coaching. And, like I said, he's been the girls' soccer coach they had – for 45 years. Right. And, um, you know, his daughter, Larry's daughter, Carolyn, that, you know, we know well from, from down in, uh, in Florida. And so it was, it was like a, a breath of fresh air. And it was like, we were talking about all the same stuff, but it just wasn't hockey based. You know what I mean? So it was, uh, it was great. And then the best part about it, you'll love this because it's Buffalo right across from the, um, the general mills place. It was, it's, it's right there. Like heading down to Riverworks with the Chippets yep. guys had the, the thing. Yeah. So it's right by the rink and everything. Um, we were there for, a, let's just say we put in a, a good shift, right? <laughs> we Ubered, uh, everything responsible. It got a little bit late. Uh, you know, we're having some some whatever. We ran into a guy that's the GM of the, the Billy Bowler, who is the – GM of the Windsor Spitfires, uh, you know, talking to him now. Now, obviously, it reverted back to the hockey talk. But um, the bill, like, uh, we had a, a a lot of wings. Yeah. And a good chunk of, of blue lights. What do you think the bill was? 120 bucks. 74 bucks. <laughs> 74 bucks written on all the bill came, literally handed it, put it, put it on the bar. Seven four circled on a napkin. <laughs> we were like, I think you're missing a one or something. Dude. He's like, no, 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 you guys are good. Like, <laughs> it was unbelievable. I'm like, uh, I'm like, classic. I said to um, me and Adam, we're like, we should bring the wives up here for the weekend. Like, this, <laughs> and I, and just splurge. Oh yeah, we'd be, we'd be winging it all day long. But no, it was, uh, it was, it was classic. I'm like, dude, when's the last time you went? Like, you spent seventy four bucks getting four subs for your family. Right, like, what the hell are we doing here? Go to Chipotle but with a couple of people. Next time, yeah. Oh, dude, forget about Chipotle. I'm like, dude, no, no, no you can't get walk. No, 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 no. Um, but Swanee House. Next time you're in, you're in Buffalo. I'm telling you, yeah, I'll up for sure. You won't be disappointed. But it was good. The other kids were uh, were busy. Brian was home for the weekend. His season wrapped up. Liam was. They they had a couple games and. Um, played before the BU game uh, against North Dakota, which, the, you know, 
Joanna and my father went over to that with uh, with Brian Liam and his whole team. They said it was a great game. Um, I think BU lost that night in overtime, but uh, Hudson I know had a hat trick earlier. Earlier it was like three three. He already had a hat trick, but I guess that was a really good game. Obviously to have North Dakota, North Dakota out and, mm-hmm. and everything. So yeah, it was, it was all good stuff. Good. I mean, what were the kids for uh, Halloween? I mean, Liam's the only one that dresses up. He just he's he doesn't have that spirit like you. He I think he just chucked a mask on. I swear to God, I didn't even see him. He was just running around the neighborhood. I was eating Chinese food. Yeah. And then by the time he got home after counting candy, he was hoarding his candy too. He was not sharing. Um, but our neighborhood's unbelievable for Halloween. It's fantastic. There's just kids everywhere. Yeah, so dude. he was roaming. I tried to steal a couple big bars from him, but he had already had the mask on, so I don't even know what it was. Yeah. We had uh, my daughter Brooke was the purge. Okay. She had like a creepy mask. Mm-hmm. Uh, American flag, a bowling pin. American yeah. flag? Yeah. Who was that? Maddie. Maddie. That's awesome. R- Rowan was a bowling pin. Oh, yeah. You said that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Ryan was a ghost, real creative, you know? Yeah. 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 Hey, better than mine. No, nah, but he cut two holes in a sheet, you know, and just boo. Yeah. That's but good. yeah, hey. no, it's it's classic. It's a classic, uh, you know, Halloween costume. Yeah, and lightweight, comfortable. Um, but yeah, <laughs> if no. Need, if you need a nap, <laughs> yeah, tuck yourself in. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, that's great. That's great. Um, did you see Jack Hughes's injury? Yeah, I did. He's been off to such a great start too. Um, I mean, he's been he's really been dominating the 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 league right like he yeah. he's like reaching that next level so it's tough to see him go down obviously you know you could just tell right from uh i wasn't watching it live but as soon as i saw the you know the highlight and i wouldn't call it a highlight but the clip uh you're like oh boy hopefully he's not out for too long so um what do they say upper body yeah it looked like yeah. it was like more shoulder than head i think mm-hmm. i mean in at first i thought uh bennington tripped him but i think he just lost his footing Right, when they're right. pretty heavy, but um, yeah, he's been playing at such a high level and he's exciting to watch, you know. It's yep. like, you know, I, I read a quote from Marty Brodeur, it looks like he's getting he's he's being controlled with a joystick the way yeah. he can change direction and you know, change speeds and shoot in stride and make people around him better. But um, yeah, exciting player to uh, to watch and hopefully he gets back on, on the ice very quickly here. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's cool to see what all those guys are doing. All three Hughes brothers are making such an impact, and hopefully he gets back soon. Uh, how about the San Jose Sharks? I mean, I don't want to – I feel bad. Obviously, Ryan Wasowski, who we had on over the summer as an assistant coach. Uh, you know, you and I know David Quinn uh, is is a great guy. And former guest is, you know, the GM, Mike Greer, who, uh, you know, obviously is uh, is out there, so – it's gotta be uh it's gotta be frustrating times for the coaching staff, management staff, and they had a tough weekend losing, you know, twenty to three in two games. Um, but oh like what do you even say at that point? I mean, you're definitely going through a rebuild, but you gotta be a little bit more competitive than that. Right. You know, you get a you're you're playing at the highest level. There has to be, you know, a little bit more, you know, pride in, in the defensive side of the puck. You know, you're not gonna you're gonna lose more than you win in that situation, but you can't be losing. You can't be allowing teams to put up a ten spot. That's like it's it's not good. Right? Like you're all NHL players. You yes, gotta do, exactly. You, you, you got to do something. Um, 
I was, it, it made me think like, do you just go to like Europe right now? And like any guy that was like kind of a tweener and, and, you know, now he's been over there and be like, listen, this is your last shot. Here's league minimum. And like, what can you do? What can yeah. you do? Just get just, guys to buy into the, just get, the system and eat pucks and oh. simple plays. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's easier said than done, really. You know, you plan to get some top talent you know there's no there's no nights off yeah so it's just yeah it's just too bad i think you know th- they can correct the ship but like that's just like a real kick in the in the shorts when you give up that you know two ten goal i mean i think it was a league record or something like that maybe it was one more back in like the 30s that gave right. up three 10 goal games in the nhl yeah so that that's some you don't want to be a part of no, you don't want to be a part of it. And I, you know, I hope those guys, the coaching staff and everything can stick it out mm-hmm. um, because it's, you know, it's just tough. It's not on them, right? It's the, it, it, like at some play, t- point that the, the players got to go out and execute and compete and win pucks and, and you know, do well, whatever they can do, right? That's like, the thing at that level. It's like the coaches are re- replaceable. The players really aren't, yeah. you know, as a whole, you know, you can interchange, but you know, if they're going to try and shake things up, it's, you know, it's an easy finger to point to the coaching staff, but it's not, it's the players that have to go out and produce. So. Exactly. They can't do it for them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's like, and and then you're like, who the heck would want to, like, who would you, you get to coach? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, there's people out there that. Oh, I'm you, sure. You, yeah. You yeah. three name in the hat, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like. Yeah, U14 went, coach. Lots uh, is like, yeah, I went um, 01 and 1 with the, the UA18s this weekend. Yeah, I know. You know, hey, at least we got a tie under our belt. Yeah, we, get, we get a point. We get a point. We get a point. Hopefully, those guys can turn around because obviously, some really good people out there. And, you know, you, you want them to be bad so they can kind of like, you know, you get Will Smith, right? They, they What was he, the two or three pick? And, yeah, I think um, it's four. Yeah, two, three, four. It's all, it's all the same. Yeah. yeah, top five. Um, but you know, you hopefully they're in the lottery again and can get um, you know, a the a Celebrini and Eisenman, guys like that. I'm sure there's some European guys that will slowly start making their way up the um central scouting rankings as well. And 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 you know, similar to um, you know, the kid that that Anaheim took there. So Carlson, yeah. Carlson, yeah. So they'll uh there'll be some really good players that are in the mix. So hopefully those guys can turn it around. Um, speaking of, of, you know, teams losing, we'll go the opposite route. The last undefeated team, uh, to lose in, in regulation was Vegas. They lost, uh, the other night in Anaheim. So that, uh, Vegas, there's, there's no Stanley cup hangover with them. No, they're playing at a high level, all, all lines clicking. Um, their D are, you know, solid. I love that Theodore. Like he's yeah. just smooth and we've talked about him since I think the show started. I know. I just, you know, I got a Theodore jersey in my closet somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Anaheim, five in a row. Love it. Uh, Coach Cronin, I had him back in 16s for the mm-hmm. uh, U.S. national team, and he's just a solid guy, great coach. Always, you know, looking to be cutting edge enough in like all areas. He's just a, like a really, you know, good student. And then he can, convey those and communicate those messages and those kind of ideas to some younger kids. And, you know, so now they have a, a, a stable of young talent there and it's going to take a little time uh, to be say consistent, but they, you know, 
you never know. Like this, they can ride momentum, and they're a young team. They don't really play with a ton of um, you know hesitation in their game. So it's you know you get those guys going and feeling and being confident. They you know who knows they can make a lot of noise. But five yeah. in a row, it's, it was good to see. And uh, that um, Mason McTavish, yes, he's a, he's, he's a hockey player. You know, yeah. like he you know even you know you go back to the World Juniors, he's just a, a leader and. He's just a he's a pretty complete player and he's he is on fire right now. It's good. He's scoring goals in different ways, getting mm-hmm. dirty around the net. Um, and then you have that skill around um, all around to really kind of supplement some of the grease. So it's pretty good to see. And I'm really happy for uh, Greg Cronin. He's a great guy and, you know, super, uh, super coach. So I hope they continue their role. Yeah. No, that's uh, it's good to see, and I think it all kind of started with that Bruins comeback that they had, mm-hmm. um, you know, a, a you know week and a half or so back. So, not that you wanted to see that. I know that was disappointing, but uh, or at least we didn't. But for for those guys, it it definitely lit a bit of a spark under them. Uh, speaking of leadership, did you see the the quotes from um, Ottawa? Uh, God, Ottawa's head coach. Why am I drawing a mind blank right now? T.J. Uh, Smith. Yeah, DJ Smith uh, talking about Brady Kachuk and, you know, he's just, you know, him being a leader and he was a kid that is, you know, does it when people aren't looking. Um, Like great characteristics, I thought of, you know, I think one of the quotes was kind of, you know, he was the kid that that if a 10-year-old was getting picked on in the playground, like he was the one that went and had their back. So, you know, for listeners of this show, it's like, especially the younger kids and, you know, parents listen, like that's who you want your kid to be. Those are the the comments that you want your coach to, um, you know, be saying about you for sure. Yeah, high character guy. You know, there's no secret as to why he's the captain. He backs up his play. You know, he sticks up for his teammates. He sticks up for himself. Um, yeah, he's just a, a complete player. He'd be a menace to play against, but he does, oh, yeah. you know, all the things in, you know, when we, when we chatted with him, he's just, he's just a really great kid. Yeah. yeah. Like just does uh, a lot of stuff outside the rank, you know, like you're saying, like, you know, when people aren't watching, that's, you know, a, a true sign of character or high yeah. character, you know, mm-hmm. so, as long as it's positive what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, well, if it's negative, it's a pretty big sign of character too. Yeah, exactly. So, but uh, yeah, they're fun to watch as well. You know, like they they have a, a great young core, and he's uh, he's leading the charge there. And it was really nice to hear those comments from a coach. You know, I'm sure he's, yep. you know, he's not expecting anything, and you know, something like that. But like that's that just shows like the level of respect that he has at a young age. Yeah, no, it's great stuff. Uh, how about that Savage um, Zdeno Chara finishing the New York? Uh, marathon he's just like on a marathon mission he's unbelievable he's just in doing a mar- i think he's doing a marathon every other week <laughs> yeah he, you know he's just in you know still in elite shape you know he just has work ethic he's and discipline them too i think he was like 313 yeah that's uh that's impressive you yeah. know just for a big body to move that i mean he's got the long legs but you still got to push that weight you know yeah it was, uh, yeah, but his dedication to fitness, uh, you know, allowed him to play for so long. You know, he's again going back to like Brady Kachuk, you know, very similar where he leads by example, very well respected, and, um, you know, a very high character guy. But, you know, to, you know, hang up the skates and then just have some, some, and I'm sure he needed something to motivate him to just keep going. He just can't stop. But, yeah, uh, it's pretty cool to see. Really cool. 
Absolutely. Um, and I got to give a shout out to uh, my boy, Bunzo Byrne. Yeah. Um, you know, he's a little bit on the opposite end of the spectrum <laughs> when it comes to what he was his training uh, regimen. <laughs> yeah. He went for the Carlsberg and Guinness training over in, in, um, in Ireland on the golf trip. And I know how he is. He's a complete savage. So he gets his runs in undercover and, and one of those guys, but he's like, yeah, by the way, I'm heading down to uh, New York to, to, you know, NYC to do the marathon. I'm like, Oh yeah. Like, would you just wake up this morning and decide yeah. to do it? But he went and banged it out in a sub sub four hours, which is like super impressive. And uh, you know, he's about a foot smaller than, than Chara. So I think like, you know, technically he beat him. Calculation in there, yeah. For every for every step that Bonzo took, three, yeah. Z's taking, uh, whatever, like it or whatever for whatever step that 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 Brendan's got to take six steps to charge <laughs> one, uh, one running stride. So, uh, but yeah, we talked about him before, just an athlete, Brennan Byrne athlete. Yeah. So, shout out to to, to Bonzo for uh his job running the nyc marathon like i said sub he was he was banging down eight minute miles the whole way 26.2 miles and he fell we gotta find footage of this i think he said he was in like queens or something stepped on a bottle and took a screamer but got back up and stayed in the fight stayed Uh right like i'm like that's tough to like lose your momentum i go i think i'd still be lying on the on the street (laughs) yeah i mean i guess new york streets you're not lying down on those for very long even if that happens you you better get up quick yeah the street cleaner comes by you're still (laughs) curled up in a ball on the side of the road yeah some (laughs) rats eating you uh but yeah no it's good stuff Um, as as far as uh you know we talked about you know the the sad passing uh but Mm -hmm. about the neck guards that are going to be mandated. What do you think? Uh, so I, I looked at it as, you know, it's more reactionary than, you know, yep. kind of, um, you know, staying in front of it. But it takes a, a terrible tragedy for people to kind of look and, and see that there is some danger there and expose, expose necks. And so I, I'm all for it, you know, to yep. be able to protect our players, our kids, you know, and it just, it goes uh, a long way. And it's unfortunate that it had to come to this uh, through, through these events. Well, I think when Gretzky talked about it on TNT, um, you know, especially these Canadian kids have been wearing them for Mm -hmm. a long time. The U S kids, it it, it hasn't been as much of a thing. Um, But now with the way that they make those different types of shirts and, and things like that, like, you know, Bauer, Warroad, uh, I'm sure CCM, I'm sure all the top brands. Um, you know, I talked to the guys up at TSI. They're like, we sold out of them mm-hmm. it, it, within days. Um, but they, so I think it's good to see. It's it's awful that you know it took this tragedy. But I look at the evolution of the neck guard. Right when we were growing up, I'll never forget the big plastic Koopa neck guard. That uh, went war. Yeah, remember that thing that was like white with yeah. the. There was horrible, right? Now, if we can wear those shirts, it basically just becomes part of your under under gitch, as the Canadians call it. Um, you know, an undershirt. If you, you know, it doesn't necessarily have. You know, some people get like long sleeves, some people like short sleeves, some people, you know, like you back in the day went tops off, right? So, yeah. um, hey, like cut off the sleeves, make it your own, and make it cool to wear it. Like it, it, everybody should be doing it. Um, you know, my kids have been doing it now since, since 
I forget what happened last year, but Joanna kind of put her foot down and, and, and made the kids start wearing them. So, um, and like I said, those shirts, they're breathable. It's a, like a dry fit shirt that skate, you know, that that's cut resistant up uh, in the, in the neck area. So in the wrists as well, uh, right. another spot that, that that's open quite a bit. So I think it's a, you know, it's about time. It's good to see some of these organizations, um, you know, in the East coast league, AHL, I know the NHL, um, you know, they, 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 they can't necessarily mandate it right away, but you're going to start seeing it takes, it's good to see guys like TJ Oshie and, um, you know, guys like that stepping up and saying like, Hey, I want to be here for my kids. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, it's, it's tough that it has to be reactionary versus, you know, proactive. So moving forward, hopefully these can be avoided. Um, you know, yeah. just as far as that tragedy and Adam Johnson, you know, right. Thing, so and 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 it was Brunswick last year. That's what it was. It just it, it it Emmett just reminded me. Um, you know, the poor JV player playing at the Brunswick School in Connecticut yep. last year. Uh, that was horrible. Like, and again, I don't know why these steps weren't put in place at that point, right? And this one got a little bit more, has gotten more attention, right? It being pro hockey and. Um, you know, a kid that played in the NHL, but hopefully this uh, change is, is for everybody coming up. Yep, exactly. Uh, so, all right, Mots, uh, good recap. Uh, really appreciate it. We do have some uh, a team store that's coming out. We're going to have some swag that you guys can order online, so we'll make sure to get that out um, on our social media accounts and everything. And if you want to purchase some swag for the kids or for yourself, over the holidays, uh, you know, we're partnered up with our friends at TSR, and you can look fresh. There's a lot of really, really good items on there. Um, you know, jackets, hoodies, all the all the different things, right? Yep, hats. Yeah, yeah. unbelievable always- hats. Travis yeah. Matthew winter hats. Like, come on, all right? You need that. You need hey, get it. Get some ring strings gear. Get some ring string square and, and you wear it at the rink and you like when you're having a little bit of a moment, maybe you just rub it. You know, <laughs> you rub the logo and be like, all right, that's like your 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 cue to breathe, right? You find yourself getting into that to blue brain, right? Yeah. As, as Dr. Duran said, red like brain. this yeah, red brain, like yeah. let's get back to blue. Yeah, right. Exactly. Let's get back to blue. So yeah, or it stuff. could be like a rabbit's foot, you know, maybe it's lucky. You know, you just you start rubbing it and like on a PP or a Yes, you know, offensive chance. <laughs> yeah, a lot of great swag that that will be coming up. So make sure you're tuning in and uh, finding the socials, uh, everything online, and and you can order that stuff. So it's here for the holidays. Uh, great little recap show, Mots. You know, try to keep it short and sweet here. And just a reminder to everyone that this show was presented by this recap show was presented to you by Bet Online, uh, and it's time to cue the ring shrink shuffle jersey. Oh, 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 oh,